E. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. A potpourri of fishing out there. Hey, welcome to Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 15th and 16th. My question is, though, how come no one's really addressing the crabbing? This is some great blue claw action, man. Filling up bushels. It's been laundry baskets, buckets. It has been insane. Okay, there's areas where some are better than others. Some are hot. Others are not. But on the overall, if you enjoy crabs and gravy, like I do. Okay, sauce, crabs. Like I do. Crabs and eggnog, you know, stuff with that. Or crabs and obey, crabs on the grill. Now is the time to go. Now we have a uh, new moon, rather, coming up on the 18th Tuesday. How that augurs for the crab bite, I have no idea. We've had you know, a full moon, too. You hear the experts. Oh, crabbing, you know, they're going to be shedding. It's really not going to be good or whatever. And we've had decent nights doing it on both new moon and full moon. So it's, it's all up here. Just go out there and do it. You can't have a crab dinner if you're sitting on the couch watching TV. Now, on the flatty front, fluke, plenty of flukes still in the bays. And I'm wondering if that cold, that cold bottom water, we need an east wind, man. Warm that bottom water up. Man, hey, those flatties came running back in the bay. I'm still seeing some three and four pounders caught inlets and, and bay areas. Also, the, hey, the blowfish are going crazy. Again, other areas, good. Other areas, better. Some areas, not. But get that chum going. Snapper blues are going berserk. Now, they're starting to get that size. But right now, they make good size fluke bait. Give them another week, week and a half, and they're going to be pan ready. So, I'll tell you, get a chum log over, drop some squid, drop some fish bites, drop some clam on a long shank hook, and you will have a ball. Now, you don't need a boat. You can even do it from the bulkheads. Blowfish are all over the place. And on a freshwater scene, largemouth, pickerel, outstanding. Pick your times. Cloudy days, we love it. Now, we got the uh, frogs on the mats, rats on the mats. Top right, hey, put a killie under a bobber, an open patch of water. If there's a largemouth or a pickerel around, they are going to grab it. Best times that we're finding for the – now, pickerel like me. They eat 24 hours a day. I don't care if the water's 99 degrees. Okay, we get that. So, but the bass get their first light maybe half hour, hour after sunrise. And then again, towards evening, maybe just before dusk, into that first half hour of darks, and you will get some largemouths. Okay, we're up against a hard break. First segment coming up, Captain Alex Majewski, Lighthouse Sportfish. Again, getting kids these next three weeks, prime time, vacation time. Get the youngsters or novices both out on the water. Enjoy some great saltwater fishing. Before we go, shout out, shout out to eight-year-old Ben Lawler. He, right as we speak, he is participating, unless there's a lightning storm going on, in a Cub Scout fishing derby. Okay, met his grandparents the other day, and they got rod and reel for them all set up. And let's see, Jim Birch, Granddad Jim Birch. I recognize that name. Rumor has it that the guy's a great golfer, that he instructed, you know, Greg Norman, Tiger, and some, some techniques. I don't know, I'm hearing that. Some research I did. Anyway, shout out to young Ben. Hopefully he's having a good time catching those sunnies, catching those bullheads, catching those crappies, and maybe a bass or two. Hey, man, grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Finn Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Comfort now by Bob McAllister. Because you deserve comfort now. Ah, summer. What's that mean to you? For me, it's beach, baseball, eating outdoors someplace on the water whenever I can. But we also think about keeping you comfortable. So that means we're there to take care of your air conditioning Monday through Friday, weekends, evenings, and the 4th of July, too. Sometimes that makes us late for the barbecue, or we get there in a late inning for the baseball game. But we'll get there knowing we are able to keep somebody cool. 
Now, I can always catch my nap on the beach in September and October because, as we know, that's the best time of the year anyhow. If you're having a problem with your air conditioning, give us a call because you deserve comfort now. 609-400-1005. Comfort now by Bob McAllister because you deserve comfort now. 609-400-1005. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Now with the podcast, the easiest ways to download the WPG Talk Radio app. It's free for droids and iPhones. Click on the podcast button right in the middle of the screen. From there, you can listen to Rack and Fin Radio anytime, anytime. Or download the podcast. A secondary way is easy as well. Hey, listen, even Tom P can do it. <laughs> Go to WPGTalkRadio.com and tap on Listen Now. Within the Listen Live player, you can click on Rack and Fin to access the Rack and Fin Radio programs. What's this going on now? The past um, this past two months. Hey, midsummer, the midsummer mark, the 15th this weekend. The perfect time. I've always maintained, listening to the ulcers when I was growing up, always maintained the prime time, especially for salt water. In fact, this is all about salt water. Take the youngsters fishing or youngsters of any age who've never really fished before, maybe want to get into it. Because right now you have the snapper blues. Hey, man. They're good crab bait size, good fluke bait size, almost pan size. Give them another week to that. The blowfish are in. You have kingfish. Some croakers are showing up. You have big spots showing up, and it's a lot of fun, especially for the youngsters. But how do you get it going, man? Join us on the line right now. Very special guest, longtime acquaintance, Captain Al Ixmajewski. Lighthouse sport fishing baser out of, you guessed it, Barnicket Light. Now, besides being a charter captain, what, 15, 16 years, Captain Alex is also a school teacher, also runs eco tours. Imagine school teacher and charter captain, and the man still has a full head of hair. That is absolutely amazing uh, to Tom P. Also, he's quite a, which is even bigger than fishing, birding. He is the winner. He and his team, the Friends of Forsyth Ospreys, a birding team. They won the World Series of Birding. Uh, what was that? Tim Barter was his partners, and Brian Vernacci. Hey, Brian, Quesadich. He towns, you got to stick together here. During that competition, I don't know when it was, last year, the year before, whatever, they drove 295 miles, walked almost 15 miles, and counted 155 birds identified in 24 hours. And you thought the fly fishing and tuna guys were crazy. I don't know, man. It's really something. But join us online right now, some tips and hints to get the youngsters of all ages involved in fishing. The saltwater environment right now is just rife with plenty of fish. Crabbing's also going crazy. Sorry, Captain, I'll get a little long-winded talking about this. Congratulations on that bird victory, man. World Series, good going. Hey, thanks a lot, Tom, and thanks for having me on. Hey, listen, I asked you this before. Why am I seeing I'm seeing bluebirds now year-round? What's up with that? Well, one of the things is um, the population's coming back. Um, uh, a few decades ago, our land-use management practices were we were giving permits to people to go into uh, state forest and wildlife management areas to cut down dead trees for firewood. And bluebirds like to nest in cavities that are usually found in dead trees. So uh, oh, there you go, a lot man. of the nesting habitat was uh, ruined uh, by that practice, and that's since changed, and uh, they're rebounding. Okay, enough for the avian angle, Captain. Cap, I've noticed that a lot of your clients, you, you have experts in there, experienced fishermen, you do extremely well with novices and families, especially the youngsters. Alex, go into getting the youngsters fishing now. This time of year, it's a cornucopia, especially in the bays. It's just great time, man. It's the kids are lighting it up. 
Oh yeah, it's 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 an awesome time. There's so many different opportunities, and even if you don't have a boat or you're not going to go out on a, a charter, private charter, um, there's so many land-based public access spots where you can really uh, get a kid hooked on fishing with you know snapper blues, mm-hmm. blowfish, like you said, um, and I guess some spots are showing up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, and it's it's simple fishing. You know, for snapper blues, all you need is a float. A long shank hook and some spearing, piece of spearing on there, and just cast it out and wait for them to show up. Now, they're even catching them in the lagoons now. These little suckers are all over the place. Oh, yeah, and they're they're ferocious. Uh, They're they're hungry. (laughs) And people, listen to me. The ocular setup of a bluefish, I think, I swear, Alex, they can see as well out of the water as in because they're always turning to try to bite you. They're not just yeah. snapping around. They're, they're trying to bite you. Well, it's getting the youngsters into it, uh, even the, the adults into it, new to fishing, not really that complicated. Listen, just go to a local tackle shop. Avoid the big box stores. I mean, nothing is people that work the big box stores. They switch departments. They really don't know that much about fishing. It's rare that they do. But, Alex, like a little neighborhood tackle shop, especially when you have access to a bay, and it's uh, it's just a great deal. Listen, it's not expensive. It's very simple. You still have to know some of the basics. Al, Really, really difficult to get it started. No, it's very easy. You you don't have you don't need any high end tackle. Uh, and I'll tell you what, those push button spin cast poles. Yep, they're easy to learn how to cast. And a lot of times when you buy them, they come with a little practice uh, sinker, and you can practice yep. casting in in the backyard. And I'll tell you what, Tom. About three years ago, I had some youngsters come on my boat and. The parent asked if they could bring bring their brand new fishing rods. They knew nothing about fishing, and lo and behold, here they come with three a Barbie, a Bud Lightyear, and a Disney <laughs> pole. And I said, and I said, hey, if it can hold one or two ounces, we can use them. And the kids caught over twenty something uh, short fluke on those rods. Wow, I haven't caught twenty yeah. something short fluke, and I've been fishing for a hundred years, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Al, encouraging the youngsters to get into it. Again, as an educator now, because the thing with the phones, the computers, whatever, I, I, although I am, as much as I don't participate as, as heavily as I used to, I'm noticing more and more youngsters and their parents or guardians, aunts, uncles, whatever, showing up at these little fishing derbies, little fishing tournaments here and there. I mean, getting the youngsters involved from an educator angle, how do you do that? Um, you know, there, there's plenty of opportunities. Um, look online. Look on um so many different organizations offer uh, hooked on fishing, not on drug camps. Um, um, you know, one a certified instructor. I haven't done in a couple of years, but that you know, it's, it's highly successful. I would have twenty, thirty youngsters wow. uh, signed up for a couple of days for that camp. And you know, it, and what we usually do is we spend some time teaching about fisheries of tying hooks and yep. cat practice casting. And then you know, in my program, the last day we'd go to a local lake. And simple fishing, a float, a little hook, and a piece of worm, and catch some bluegills and sunnies. And, there you know, you go, for yeah. parents, if, you know, I know we're, we're kind of concentrating saltwater, but, you know, for kids, they don't need a license in New Jersey. Right. What's the age, 16, 16 and under, yeah. or under 16? And the, as long as the parent's not holding the rod, uh, the, the, the kid can fish. Now, Captain Alex, have you noticed over the years, a youngster that got started, you know, under your tutelage or just from a, a charter here and there way back when, that really got into into the fishing gig and saltwater. Oh yeah, I have one of my one of my uh, students three years in a row did um, 
did uh, hooked on fishing on and drugs. The kid was all about sharks. This was like fourth, fifth, sixth grade. Wow. And uh, yeah, right now he lo- works up at Grumpy's. Uh, and uh, you know, up and, there in, t- in, uh, in uh, Seaside. Wow. And yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's from Barnegat, and you know, he's in college right now, and he works there. That's and great. And yeah, I take him. I take him out because you know, growing up, I had you know quite a few people in my my life that. They took me fishing. Their families took me fishing. Right. And I like to play that forward, you know, get the kids involved. It's, you know, it, it's good. Keeps them off the streets, keeps them active. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of those things, Tom. You know, you, you can look at fish on, a, on online and look at, you know, all the streaming videos you want on fishing. But to actually have a kid see a blowfish in their hand puff up. Puff up right, yeah. And, and see their face, there's, there's nothing like it. Very special guest on a racket fin line this morning, August fifteenth. Captain Ali, Mad- Al- Al- Captain Alex, rather yeah. Majewski. I'm sorry, uh, Lighthouse Sport Fishing. Ali, you're based out of Barnegat Light, correct? Uh, Barnegat, but um, you know, this time of year, I do a lot of families, a lot of kids that are right. that are that are vacation on LVI. So you know, I I offer that. Um, I pick them up at Bobby's Boats and Barnegat Scoot Light. Risk, scoot right across the bay. Well, Captain yep. Alex, let me ask you this. Uh, and so, you know, the, the catch and release manager that's in there, and all that, that's up in the air. Well, the smaller fish, let them go. Do you encourage, for example, like they, they do get a si- couple of sizable blowfish or some bigger snapper blues or whatever, do you encourage you show them how to clean them and maybe eat them? Or there's nothing wrong with doing that. What's the deal? No, no. I, I you know, number one, I try to encourage uh, being an environmental person, sustainability. Right. Right. You know, you could go out blow fishing and in two hours, a little over two hours, you could easily, easily, you know, once the, once the kids get the, the knack of it, land 50, 75, a hundred fish. Sure. Yeah. You know, some of them are not, not what I consider keepers. You know, there is no size limit or bag limit on blowfish. So you practice sustainability. It's one of the things you teach the kids and they're, mm-hmm. they're hold on that life. And, you know, I like to look at blowfish as far as like seven and a half, eight inches. Right. And that's a sizable blowfish to keep. And then when we get back, you know, teach people how and kids how to, you know, um, handle the fish, ice them. Right. Very important. You want to uh, keep them fresh and cold. And then back at the dock, uh, show them how to clean them and bag them up and give them some recipes to cook them. And I'll, I'll tell you, listeners, after, if you've ever done it before, especially the kid, kids that are shy about eating fish, is fish. They try a blowfish, man. That's good. They'll, they'll never do McDonald's or Burger King again, Alex. I'm telling yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. Well, Alex, let's. Uh, we're speaking with Captain Alec Majusi, Lighthouse Sport Fishing. Alex, I understand you also. We're up against a hard break here, Cap. I understand you also do uh, eco tours. Yeah. So I, what I offer is I do a two hour uh, kayak eco tour uh, at a ship on them. We go around Bonnet Island, uh-huh. uh, which is part of yeah. the Foresight National Refuge. It's a, it's about a two mile, and it's uh, two hours. And, uh, you know, there's a lot to see. Bird life is just this time of year. We have birds already migrating south. Um, We usually see a couple of terrapins, diamondback terrapin turtles. You know, things I say about kids is two things kids love, blowfish and turtles. (laughs) He he said that for my benefit, people. (laughs) He knows that. (laughs) Do me a favor. uh, Give that phone number, website, Facebook page. Hey, and also, do you have any openings coming up these next couple of weeks? Because I know a lot of people, listen, are going to be the, the virtual schooling. You know, who knows what the governor's doing? Stay at home. But this is the critical time now, Alex. The next three weeks is the, uh, yeah, the heaviest vacation and, and, time. Yep. Next three weeks. Yeah, I do have some openings. Um, my phone number, I can reach that 609-548-2511. Um, my website is lighthouse sportfishing.com. 
And um, also, I have a YouTube channel, Fish in Barnegat Bay. And if you go on there, uh, be sure to subscribe. And there's some videos of uh, kids fishing. Um, even good. back in the days, Tom, when we had the really good wheat fish runs, which Oof, uh, there's some, uh, yeah. some rumors that uh, it might be starting to happen right now in Barnegat Bay. I'm going to give it yeah. a shot in a couple days. A, a, a grass shrimp, cat? Grass shrimp. And that's another way. You know, it's although the limit is one, um, it, you get the wheat fish in, in the chump slick. I've had days of 50, 75 fish, 100 fish. Um, now, that's what I love about the chum. With you get the chump slick going. It, you know, everything shows up. I mean, oh, yeah, you everything get, you shows get, up. It's a lot of fun. You get sand, sand shark smooth dogfish in there. Yeah. And that's another thing. You get a shark on board, and it's shark week every day. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have your vacation down here, coming down for the weekend, have a rental. Get out and fish, especially if you have youngsters or you want to try it yourself. Listen to Captain Alex. Very easy to go to go to a local tackle shop. The pre-made rigs. Uh, get some squid, whatever. Get some just a little float. There's plenty of fish out there to catch. It's a lot of fun, and especially the youngsters. Again, this is how. Pardon the pun, Cap. This is how you hook them on the game. You know. That's right. Okay, Cap. On fishing. One more time with that phone number and website, please. Okay, it's uh six zero nine five four eight two five one one, and it's lighthouseportfishing.com. Captain Alex Majewski, thanks for joining us on Ragfink. I'll see you sometime this coming week. I'm oh, on, yeah. Listen to me, listen to me. You know that, Tom. I'm, I'm 300 pounds of unavoidable, cat. <laughs> and and, and you're, sure, you're sure to wake me up better than my Ooh, club when whoa. I walk in. There we go. <laughs> see you, Cap. You take care, man. Best of the family. All right. Thank you. Captain Alex Majewski, great guy. Now, listen, in case the name is uh, is familiar, Captain Alex was a panelist on the George Povo World of Saltwater uh, sport fishing, the saltwater sports and rather seminar series. I think it was in Atlantic City. I think it was on the panel, what, um, two years, three years ago. Okay, man, grab that cup, grab that rebel up against a hard bat break. Be right back. Rack and fin ready. I know I'm all discombobulated this one. Weather's unsettled out there. Hunting's is, is just th- three weeks away. If that fishing is going bonkers and Tom P's parallel universe of rack and fin radio, ain't no better time to be alive. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. SeizeTheDeal.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 has teamed up with Seize the Deal for incredible weekly offers from some fantastic local restaurants. Here's this week's big deal. Get a $50 gift card good for use at 410 Bank Street Restaurant in Cape May for just $25. This great deal is on sale now at SeizeTheDeal.com. For more info on this Seize the Deal offer, tap on the WPG Talk Radio app. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Here we go. Look out below. Back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Weekend of August 15th and 16th, man. Middle of the month. Whoa, whoa. What do we have? Let me count here. I'm looking across here. One, two, three, four, five, six. 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 days, September 1st. Opening, I, I always say the Canada goose season, especially what about the rail birds, the mud hens? Shout out to George Loner down there in Marmora. Now he looked at me, he says, you really can't shoot, can you? I must have missed the first 30 rails. Well, I, I have, a, I, listen, in the Tom P. Parallel Universe, there's never an excuse. There's a reason. I just, the things were flying so erratically or so I told myself. But anyway, a lot of stuff going on. So some great fishing going on. That was Captain Alex Majewski. Get into it, especially if you have the youngsters. A lot of fishing happening right now. But, hey, in two weeks, in two weeks, it's what call, it's called the greatest archery shoot in the world, the R100. 
from Reinhardt Targets, who happen to make the best archery targets, crossbow targets, whatever, in the world. is coming to New Jersey, Aston Pink Wildlife Management Area, One Eldridge Road in, I, I say Imlaystown. It's uh, exit 11 off 195. It's a three-day event, August 20, or uh, oh yeah, 28, 29, 30th or something like that. It is going to be, it is going to, or, yeah, the 30th. That's a Sunday. Is that cooler? Yeah, got that. It is going to be some kind of event, overnighting, primitive camping available. There's a couple of campgrounds right there, hotels. It is, I mean, this is, pick New Jersey here, okay? Again, we are a hotbed of some of the best deer hunting and bear hunting archery-wise in, I'd say, in the Northeast region. Join us on the line right now to give us some more insight as he is the coordinator of the R100 program. He also happens to be the executive vice president of United Bow Hunters of New Jersey, the club that, that is hosting the event. I like this. He's becoming fairly frequent guest on Rack and Fin Radio is John Erdl from the UBNJ. Big brother John, how's it going? It's going great, Tom. How are you? This event is it's going to be out of control. Great, man. It's talking three days. That's going to be listeners in two weeks, and you got you can register up until I think the twenty sixth. It shuts down at eight p.m. that day. But John, for what they're charging for the event, what it encompasses, this is going to be spectacular. Oh, it is. It's going to be a great event. We've been trying for a few years to get it here in New Jersey. Uh, we got it this year, and we are super excited about it. I mean, they're talking, again, I know the COVID thing, not to throw any numbers, at wild numbers out there, but they're talking the possibility of several hundred shooters, correct? Yeah, we're, we're thinking uh, over the three-day span, we're hoping to get, uh, you know, around 300-plus shooters, which uh, will be fine. Uh, you know, we'll be able to uh, social distance and uh, and follow all the guidelines with it. But uh, it's an outdoor event. And where else are you going to go and be able to shoot a life-size giraffe target? I mean, I, I saw the layouts. As I, was, I mean, this is going to be fantastic. Listeners, again, there's a one-day and two-day adult pre-registration for 50 targets one day. Is thirty five dollars if you wait to register on site. It's forty. A hundred target two day event. That's going to be fifty dollars, and the day of is going to be sixty. Youth uh, is going to be fifteen and twenty respectively, twenty and twenty five dollars respectively, and the Cubs ten and under ten dollars and ten dollars. Now the youths and Cubs can shoot at the youth zone for free. So John, you're talking some some of the best bow hunting archers. I mean, in the tri state area coming down. Yeah, that's what we're hoping for. And we have, let's see. You got the three uh, the three campgrounds there. You also have a Hampton Inn to stay. You have the Oakwood, I've said the Oakwood Motel One Thirty in Robbinsville, and the Days Inn in Heightstown. So all bases are covered. Now, John, the the I guess purpose of this event highlight naturally archery, the three D targets, the three D situation a whole bit, but also promote hunting, especially to the youth. Correct. Oh, absolutely. The youth is our future, Tom. You know that we've talked about it before. And uh, I think it's great that they have the, the youth range. Uh, there's also some novelty shoots. It's called the Small Game Sniper Challenge, which I'm sure the kids will have a, yep. a blast shooting at that. It's all uh, small targets, rabbits, squirrels, crows, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it's just an event that encompasses everything for the whole family. And what was really uh, helped us uh, get this event here is when you're done shooting for the day, you know, Six Flags is open. You can take a 25-minute ride down to the Jersey Shore, have right. a nice outdoor seafood dinner or something. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a great weekend. And listeners here, you know, my freshwater proclivities, right there you have Lake Assenpink, one of the best bass lakes in the state, much less central Jersey, Rising Sun Stone Tavern, 
and a five minute, ten minute ride, you're at Prosper Town, like on five thirty seven, right there. You can see the first wheel, you know, from for Great Adventure. So, uh, John, it's a win win event all around. Listen, there's going to be raffle drawings. I like this uh, the Super Ten deal and this Iron Buck thing, man. That, those those are going to be hot events. Oh yeah, and I'll bring plenty of arrows if you're going to shoot the Iron Buck because it will eat them up. Joyce on the line, United Boners in New Jersey, Executive Vice President John Arnold. He is also the coordinator for the Reinhardt 3D Archery R100, the greatest archery shoot in the world. Now, this is a nationwide program. And again, to get it to New Jersey, John, I have to ask you, was it a nail-biter? A lot involved. What went into doing this? I mean, it's New Jersey, of all places. It was a process. We had to go through an application process. Uh, myself and our Central Region uh, Vice President, R.J. Krajewicz, uh, spent a lot of time. We took pictures of the area we were going to use. We went out and researched the, the campgrounds, the motels, the things to do after shooting. You know, put our best foot forward, and uh, Reinhardt liked what they saw, and uh, it's coming to New Jersey. Well, the Central guy you mentioned, he's uh, with the Lem Hangers, right? Absolutely. Yeah, and his wife, Christine, she was a guest on Rack and Finn back in the fall. Wow. Yep, yes. Yeah, they're both a part of our council. Well, John, the UBNJ in and of itself, you guys are, are balls to the wall. You, the NJOA, the State Federation of Sports and Clubs, the Antis are really, in fact, my next guest list is going to be talking about is are really, really gearing up with the autumn bow second segment of the bear hunt. Rap, it's going to be here pretty people before you know it. I mean, what are you hearing out there on the grapevine, John? What's with the with the with the antis? I mean, lawsuits again. Trying, I heard, I heard they're trying to stop the hunt because of COVID or whatever, appealing to Murphy. What's uh, what's the word out there that you're hearing? Yeah, the same thing, Tom. They're they're using any angle they can, and this, this is one thing I have to say is they talk about, and even the governor himself says, talk about follow the science for COVID, you know, justifying the shutdowns and everything. Well, how come you're not following the science for wildlife management? He is. He's, fo- he's following, he's following, Jeff T- he's following Jeff Tittle, limit the number of garbage cans. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? The, 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 we have some of the best bear biologists in the world working for New Jersey Fish and Wildlife. Mm-hmm. And, you can't have an overpopulation. You can have all the bear garbage cans you want, but if the population is too much, it's not healthy for the bears, and it's dangerous for the people, and they're not following the science. You know, John, what's, you know, it seems that organizations such as the United Bonus Injury and the State Federation of Sports, it's like you're fighting a, a, a flanking, like a rear guard action, the way the antis are trying. They're not even nibbling. They're trying to bite through and eventually consume it where – Instead of promoting hunting, wildlife management, the scientific list is management of wildlife resources, of which the hunters, anglers, trappers are pretty much paid for. It's 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 a diversion of efforts again because the antis are constantly filing lawsuits, protests, and the whole bit. It's really unnerving. It is, and you know what? It costs all everybody money. The division to fight these suits, you know, us engaging in suits to to try to keep lands open and seasons open. And if that money was used for even further research and uh, buying more lands to keep space open, so mm-hmm. places aren't overdeveloped, uh, it would benefit everybody. But exactly. uh, they don't see it that way. They have one agenda, and. Uh, you know, we're going to fight the good fight as long as we can. You can, and listeners, it's it's vital, and it's it's not. I, John, I tell you, I say this it constantly. Tom P. repeats. I, I don't care. You see the guys, and, and I'm 
hey, I've been guilty of this. You know what I mean? You see them with the sub, the 18-pack of beer uh, and whatever, and are buying the three or four packs of cigarettes. Join, join the UBNJ. Join here. Join. Oh, that's too much money. We just spent forty dollars uh, trashing your body. You know what I mean? Well, it's oh, the apathy. It's the apathy, John, that that gets my ass in the air. Let somebody, you know, and, and I've been it, guilty of this, uh, Arnold. Uh, let somebody else take care of it. Well, that's the thing. And then you know, if we don't have enough numbers, uh, member-wise, to go fight these things, and we lose something. Then you're getting trashed on social media. Well, where was the UBNJ? Where was the Federation oh, of Sportsmen Club? Yeah. We were there. We were fighting. You didn't help us. Exactly. Listeners, again, coming up August 28th, 29th, and 30th, it's the Reinhardt 100, the R100, uh, sponsored by Reinhardt, R-I-N-E-H-A-R-T. Go to the website. They make the best 3D archery targets in the world, and their whole target line is outstanding. It's going to be at the... Aston Pink Wildlife Management Area, exit 11 off 195. There's going to be on-site primitive. I have to stretch on primitive. Primitive camping. You have two campgrounds right there. There's going to be a hell of an event. You have a couple of hotels and motels in the area. Pre-registration closes at 8 p.m. on August 26th, but you can register on-site. Youth, adults, cubs, it's going to be a super event. Come up and show uh, show your stuff. It's going to be John, again, I saw the preliminary list. You got some great courses lined up, man. Oh. Oh, yeah. We got 50 uh, African slash novelty targets and 50 North American. You'll actually be able to shoot a Sasquatch and an abominable snowman. <laughs> I really wanted to do that. Oh, John, do me a favor. Give the website and Facebook of the United Bow Hunters in New Jersey, please. Okay. The website is uh, ubnj.org. And our Facebook page is United Bow Hunters in New Jersey. Uh, we post all our events on both, and uh, we hope to see a lot of people out there because it's going to be a great, great weekend for uh, archery slash bow hunting in New Jersey. Listeners, uh, John Arnold knows wherever he speaks, he's ex- Executive Vice President UBNJ. All the safety procedures are going to be in place. Believe me, this is going to be a super event. Going to be 200, maybe 300, maybe more. Pre-register. Save a few dollars. Pre-register. Be part of this event. I'm saying it two weeks out. I'm going to give another reminder next week. It's going to be a super, super time out there at Aston Pink. John, you take care. By the way, how's that family of yours, bro? Everything good? Yeah, everything's doing well. How about yourself? Lock, cocked, and ready to rock, man. Me and my lovely demon. we got the fishing rods up. We've got the archery stuff out. i got my shock. we got our shotguns out. September 1st, Canada Goose and Railbirds. I'm, 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 I'm like a paramecium. I'm splitting in 50 different places, man. <laughs> You take hey uh, as it gets closer to the season. If you want to talk some bow hunting, uh, I'll be more than welcome to come back on. You're more than welcome to John. Another thing I want to talk to, and we're going to get into sort of next guest a little bit. Listeners, just hey, it ain't going to happen down here. It ain't going to happen down here. The antis are after the deer seasons as well, Arundel. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's, absolutely. If people think they're not, they're uh, fooling themselves. These people are sickos. Okay, John, you take care, man. Have a great weekend. All right, you too, Tom. John Arnold, hey, long on that break as well. Man, again, grab that cup. Grab a cup. I, I say that. It's grab a cup of Java, man. No decaf. Uh, to me, coffee's nasty. Yes. Tastes nasty. That's why I use the creamer. But the only reason for the Java is to get that jolt, man. Get energized with Rack and Fin or grab that Red Bull, man. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. 
Fox News, I'm Jill Nato. Russia's Interfax News Agency saying Russia's producing COVID-19 vaccine to be rolled out by the end of the month, but skeptics say they're concerned it hasn't been tested enough. If you vote by mail this November, it may not be counted. The General Counsel for the Postal Service warned some deadlines for requesting and casting mail-in ballots are incompatible with delivery standards, urging states to require residents request ballots at least 15 days before an election. Some states allow just four days for that request. Jared Halpern, Fox News. A string of tornadoes believed to have hit parts of central Minnesota Friday. Rich Thompson's with the National Weather Service. Separate thunderstorms formed and kind of west central and central Minnesota and they produced several tornadoes. It looks like it was on the order of five or six tornadoes. No major damage reported. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 Accurate the forecast for South Jersey. Remaining humid for the rest of the day. Clouds will give way to some sun though there will be a thunderstorm in a few spots this afternoon with a high of 88. Mostly clear and humid tonight with a low of 73. Sunny to partly cloudy and humid tomorrow with a high 87. An evening shower or thunderstorm around. Otherwise, it will be partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 72. I'm AccuWeather's Kevin Snyder on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. That was John Arnold, the UBNJ. The R100 shoot coming up August 28th, 29th, to 30th. There at Aspen Pink Wildlife Management. Going to be a super event. Now, we mentioned the upcoming bear hunt the bear the segment of the bear hunt it's going to be in october it's going to be october 12th through 14th again state lands remain closed thanks to king philip and his murray band of anti-hunting freaks these bear people are just it's off the sometimes i wonder i asked one one guy he got all upset he's gonna take a swing at me i think i said were you molested or something as a kid by someone in a big teddy bear suit or something what is you go absolutely bonkers about the bears and, of course, he started with, you know, the name calling, et cetera. Mention the name Mike Bush. Mike is a, I'd say, not too frequently. He's up there in the Northlands. But you talk about Protean when it comes to bringing the fight to the antis. He's taken several antis to court. Now, we mentioned how crazy these people are. Mike has been getting death threats. I guess is what, the, the second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever year in a row from the antis. Stuff that you have to take seriously. Because these people, it only takes one to go absolutely off the planet and tragedy can happen. And you don't want to F with Mike Bush or Delora Langbush. Trust me on that one. Well, Mike, thanks for joining us. Sorry to get you on in a situation like this. But, Mike, these death threats, they're, they're pretty serious things, man. Hey, Tom Pete. Good morning. How are you? The, the threats, the what do you got? Just, well, the problem is it's every it's every year, and it's not just the threats. It's you know, I mean, as you know, they've had a, they've had a bounty on killing me. Um, yeah. They had a bounty on burning my shop down. They had a bounty on on killing a thirteen year old girl at the time. I mean, these people are absolutely just they're they're demented in the head. Yeah. Um, they they put an animal's life that's a, that's a sustainable resource, um, renewable resource, and they they put it over human life and same time they're, they're running to the diner and stuffing a, a steak or a burger in their mouth you know but that but that's all right because they, they believe no animal was harmed so <laughs> it's just it's off the hook it really is i mean it's it's this year is going to be bad again uh we're seeing it already it's you know generally it starts up about now they you know they all start with the insults and our little pps and 
all the other good stuff that they like to try to insult everybody with. And they start with their typical propaganda on the Internet, as we all see with, the, you know, certain right. people from the Sierra Club with all the lies that they publish at the trophy hunt. And the, the funny part about it is the Sierra Club, aren't they supposed to be a, a, an environmental group that's supposed to be about land preservation and stuff yeah. like that? Why are they involved with, with bears? I, I think it's actually a really good money opportunity for them. So you had to get their claws in there. So I, I contacted the national office years ago when, when uh, Tittle came out. This was being, I just say, the, I'm not even going to say his first name. V, I, I tell you, there's a hunt that he doesn't, there, there's no hunt that he doesn't try to stop. <laughs> Or be a part yeah. of. Yeah. And they said, oh, we're not anti-hunting. I said, well, you better check your Jersey <laughs> boy here. And then, yep. uh, and then that just, and I, I made several calls later and nothing, nothing ever came of it. But Mike, w- I mean, you have to take some of these threats, not all of them. I mean, all of them really, but some, I mean, it's the serious stuff what they're talking about doing to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I take some of them serious. You know, I, I really do. I, you know, I constantly, I'm watching my back. Is there um, any recourse the- with law enforcement? No. No, there's basically it's you know they're they know they're they're lunatics too and you know I mean there's a lot of local ones that people deal with around here and they're just they're just back crap crazy I mean they know they're crazy but that's that's what you have to worry about is eventually are one of these people going to go too far which I mean they have in the past I mean they they assaulted that child in Wauwanda a few years back I remember that um, yeah. you know four adults I mean beating on a 13 year old child because he was deer hunting with his father and it turned out that that kid wasn't even bear hunting mm-hmm. they just assumed he was and they pummeled him in the trail and you know left him down and went running away like a bunch of little cowards before right. an adult showed up you know, it's just, but that's what you have to worry about. You know, are one of these lunatics going to go too far one day? And, and it has, you know, in this country, you've had anti-hunters. Everybody remembers the ALF days, um, radical, radical anti-hunters. and Early 90s. The thing, yeah. Well, the thing about it is some of these, organ, these animal rights organizations in New Jersey, one of the ALF people from back in the day is actually one of their head people um, with a New Jersey animal rights um mm activist place and and that's basically what we're seeing again now is we're seeing the alf roots kicking back in and the bears giving them a good opportunity to start with a foothold and then now they're working towards the deer hunting that's and they like, want deer hunting shut down that's that's next i mean right. it's on their list they're they're pounding at that also at every one of these events they go to and it's just you know between the bear and the deer hunting they're they're getting stuff shut down because jo- yep. hunters you know, if they're not fighting back, they're all sitting home eating bonbons and, and waiting for, you know, to go hunting. That's, that's, that's all they're doing. Jordan's on the line is, is, I call him Mountain Mike Bush. He's hunting activist and number one sworn enemy of the New Jersey anti-bear hunting freaks. I, I'd say, I, I'd say across the board, anti-hunting groups, Mike, because they, you know, they, that's the stuff they say about you is great. Well, you know, Mike, too, you have taken them to court. So you're, they're not, I don't think they're used to. You know, being confronted, like Holy they're God, not so- used to being. Yeah, yeah, they hate facts, and that's the problem. Is I put facts out there, well, and Mike, they, they absolutely cannot stand the facts. Speaking of facts, tell us what happened. And we only have a few minutes left in this segment, Mike. And I want to yep. get to your new position. Congratulations, by the way, with Martin Archery. Thank you. But um, what happened up there in Sussex County? What happened? A guy got swiped by a bear, thirty, forty stitches, something like that. What's the dealio with that that thing? Another another nuisance bear problem. Um, actually, this is a Category 1 bear, it was deemed, because it, it did inflict um, serious body damage to this guy. An 80-year-old guy um, 
you know, he, he has a, he has a refrigerator in his garage, which a lot of people do. Common Even thing. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Common thing. Um, and what had happened was he had to take his dog for a walk. So he opened his garage door, went out, took his dog for his walk, you know, let him do his thing. He walks back in the house. I guess he put the dog back in and then he notices his refrigerator door is open. He's saying, what the heck? How did that happen? I was just out here and he went to close it. And it happened to be, there was a bear there right behind it. He closed it and the bear jumped on him and tore his face there open. You you know, wow. 30, 30 some odd stitches. And, you know, and of course the bear huggers are saying it's his fault. It's his oh, fault, he right? Closed I closed his garage. He right. should have done this. He should come on, man. Why? You know, so now we have to, we have to switch our lifestyle around to, to a wild black bear that should be in the woods and should not be walking right. around residential neighborhoods. Now, Mike, I understand coming up pretty soon is a court, uh, uh, court that or a, a judge ruling what's what's the uh september. What's the deal with that? yeah september yeah we're in for getting state land back that was a great big thing with the um you know uh federation of sportsmen njoa uh safari club international great great group right. of group of people all of them guys um you know just sued murphy to open state lands back up so hopefully we're going to have a ruling on that in september and uh, it would be really nice if the ruling swayed, and uh, you know, it's a good chance it will that we're going to get state land back open for this bear season. Well, Mike, how, how ironic, how ironic, Murphy, as I call him, King Phil, among other things, got pummeled, pummeled, <laughs> beaten up by the animal rights activists, the anti-bear hunting groups, yep. because he didn't close it statewide. Yep. And so he did, not enough that he closed off 40, 45 percent of the land. That's Absolutely. not enough. So now maybe Absolutely. he's seeing what, what seeing what you know this uh this what, what these people are like. He he saw he saw how nuts they were last year when he had hundreds and hundreds of phone calls a day, five days a week, all the emails. And the funny thing is, is they knew it was the same people. I mean, you only have a handful of people that are calling all day. They're sitting on their cell phone, redial, 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 redial. So if that doesn't tell you that they're crazy. Yeah, and they have caller ID. They see this, so they sure. see these numbers, and, and they're down there laughing at these people. I mean, you know, you can only yeah. take so many threats and so much harassment so long. But the comical thing is, is now Phil Murphy is stating, "Oh, everything is. I need to base everything off of scientific science. facts. With everything he's doing in this state, I want scientific facts." And yet, this is the same guy that wouldn't take all the scientific facts from the biologists and DEC and, and everybody. All of these studies that we've done over the past how many years on the New Jersey bear population, not just New Jersey biologists, we're talking federal biologists, state biologists. I mean, big, big names, a lot of studies, millions of dollars, yet that's not facts enough for him, I guess. But something from 20 different doctors on a a virus is, is enough facts for him to close the entire damn state down. Mike, don't get me going on that. We're speaking with (laughs) Uh, Mike Bush, hunting activist, based up there in North Jersey. This is a statewide thing. Mike, before we get real fast, um, touch on a deer, because I I run into a lot of guys and gals in here. I love love hunting Central South Jersey. Great. It's it's in the fabric down here, Mike. Uh, Still, Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately, it's getting nibbled away, like what happened up in North Jersey, all developing the antis and a whole bit. But they're saying, Tom P., no way can they outlaw deer hunting. I'm saying, well, if they outlaw baiting for bears, it'll include stuff for you hunt with bait, right? Nine out of ten, yes. Whoa. Yeah. And then what? Well, that's going to be. And then, Mike, they are after the deer hunting as well. They've been every every one of these things. If you look, it stopped the bear hunt and stopped the deer hunt, and they target citizens and and all of the residents that do not hunt. But you know what? They vote. They vote. That's the thing. These people vote. That's the that's the big thing. 
and they're coming they're coming hard after deer hunting they're doing it back doorways and they have gotten yep. deer hunting stopped in certain municipalities parks you know stuff like that and it's right now they're trying to get everything stopped under covid um, yeah, they're actually that's, that's, going through with it and they yeah. are trying to get the entire hunting season shut down because of covid they don't want any hunting or any people in state parks and anybody hunting and and right. contact with animals going to a butcher and yeah, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's absolutely it's, absurd it's, it's, that these people want to. It's a food source for for a lot of people at hunt, including myself. Yeah, I haven't I'm, bought store meat in thirteen years. I depend yeah. on hunting to eat. Ditto, me and the lovely D Marie. I mean, our, like I said, our venison yeah. counting, but we have I think three bear roasts left, and uh, probably maybe twenty pounds of venison left, man. So it is time. Yeah. Well, Mike, listen, let's talk about your position: staff manager and headmaster of the Damon Howard Division of Martin Archery. Listeners, Damon Howard is the traditional archery, the longbows, the recurves. Mike, a very rich tradition yes, with Martin, and congratulations on that, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. No, what it was, Damon Howard, we've been around since 1951. Yep. Um, Damon Howard himself started the company. Unfortunately, he was he was killed in a in a crash. Um, and then from there, Larry Hatfield kind of took the company over, grew it. And it kind of went stagnant for a little while uh, when an investment company owned Martin Archery. You know, a lot of the quality went away. They tried penny pinching. It didn't work. Uh, we have we have new owners now, uh, family, 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 a uh, bunch of people. And uh, the money's back. The, the quality's back. They, they really care about getting Damon Howard and Martin Archery back to a family business, a family atmosphere. And, and Damon Howard, you're going to see a lot of good things coming from us. You already have, you know, people in the sure. traditional world. Um, they're seeing what we're doing. You know, I'm, I'm involved in a lot of the designs. We're bringing back some of the old styles. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some new stuff too to appease the, the younger crowd also. Sure. You know, this year coming up, we're going to have a few different models coming out. Hopefully, you know, we're going to have a nice heavy riser uh, competition boat for the the IBO guys. Nice, so nice. Good looking good, you, man. man. Looking good. Well, Mike, it's 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 a slow growth, but it is still a growth. In the traditional yeah, no. hunting end of things for the archer, I'm seeing more and more and more it's booming. of yeah it's of booming. the recurves and the longbows out there. Yep, it's booming because the old people like us, Tom. I, well, you're you're older. I'm not that old, but um, <laughs> <laughs> what touché, it is is we're getting Bush, we're, tired, <laughs> we're tired of the easy stuff. You know, we're tired of the you know going out there and, and putting a dot on on a deer and killing it. And we want a little bit more of a challenge. And, uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I still hunt with the wheel bows and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, like I said, I'm all about filling the freezer. But in the beginning of the season, I like hunting traditional just because it's, it's it that is. much yeah. more of a challenge. And you really have to condition yourself into, into hunting with a with a traditional longbow or, or a recurve. It's just it's a whole different experience. And once you harvest an animal with a traditional bow, it's it's a passion. Yep. It's just something it you'll never forget, and it's something that you'll do for the rest of your life. It's okay, join us on the line and is Mike Bush. He's a hunting activist and number one sworn enemy of the New Jersey animal rights <laughs> anti-hunting groups. Mike, do me a favor. Give that website for Martin slash Damon Howitt, please. Yep, they're both on the same website. You just click on whichever link, either Compound Traditional. Um, it's www.martinarchery.com. Okay, Mike, thanks much. Best of the lovely Delora Langbush and all her horses and also the very cool Trad and the ultra cool Marley. Two dogs that they rule North Jersey. I will say that. Okay, Mike, you take care, brother. Tom, thank you, brother. I'm against a hard break. Long time, long time. Yeah, time is squeezing, man. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. 
American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that really actually matter, like the gap between your bed and wall that's big enough for your phone, but not your hand, or the gutters growing their own trees, or the wall outlet your kids keep calling Sparky. Whatever you're worrying about, it won't be your heating or air conditioning. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Trust Jenkins, your independent American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning dealer. Find out why homeowners and business owners count on Jenkins for the quality, service, and reliability you get from a three-generation family-run company. Don't worry about your heating and air conditioning. Jenkins, your independent American Standard dealer, built to a higher standard. Call 609-641-6440 or JenkinsAndSons.com. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside Rack and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. Our final segment for the weekend of August 15th and 16th. Okay, now we touched on hunting past two segments. Open the show with fishing. Let's get back to fishing. More specifically, thefishermanmagazine.com or thefisherman.com. Whoa! A blow your mind, eye-popping upgrade to the Fisherman's Magazine's website. Now, the Fisherman, we all know, most comprehensive fishing coverage in the Northeast. This will blow your mind. And listeners, it's so easy to use. Listen to me, as my lovely Dee Marie says, even Tom P. can do it. And we know I'm very sadly declined. What an upgrade. I mean, it was full of information before, great editors, great articles, great photography, great videos, an exponential upgrade. Congratulations. So joining us online right now, very quick segment is Mike Caruso, owner and publisher of The Fisherman Magazine. Michael, congratulations to you, the staff. That's all I have to say. It's Tom P. Friendly. So much information. My head was exploding, Caruso. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, thanks for having me on. Uh, yeah, the, the site is live. Uh, we've put, you know, our heart and soul and pretty much everything we know about you know, uh, you know, getting media to people in a way that, uh, you know, it's going to be used in a very practical way. You know, the whole goal is how do we help people understand about the fisheries and be more effective, more successful when they get out there. And a lot, you know, it really is about the information and, you know, increasing your skill set, yep. um, learning, learning things new and, um, you know, having current info. Um, so the site um, really is designed to, provide as much information as you could possibly want. In fact, you know, one of the new things about the site is we took every species that we cover uh, and, and created a, a, really a, a section for yeah. it where any, any, any feature yeah. article that we've ever done about that species is, there. is, in, is yeah. in that section. So it's a, it's a tremendous resource, Tom. So, um, you know, aside from that, uh, you know, the fishing report section, much more easier to navigate, as well as the event calendars. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the mag- you, you feel like you remain in a magazine uh, environment. Every article is tied to the original magazine that it was yep. published in. And, you know, that uh, gives you some sense of what else was published during that same right. time period. I mean, if you were looking at an issue from October of 2019 or, or a feature from 2019, you'd see what else was in that issue. And sometimes, you know, that makes a difference because, you know, we, we, we're always trying to, you know, be relevant yeah. uh, exactly. for a particular time, you know, 
particular time that we're fishing. So, and listeners, here's the yeah, thing too, but, Mike. Let me over just a second. Here's the thing. Okay, you have to be a subscriber to get to it. However, however, now non-subscribers can also access the content on the site again on a limited basis. I'm clear, clarifying on a limited basis. Once you see this, you're going to have to subscribe. If not, your head's where the sun doesn't shine. Mike, one thing I have to ask you. I liked the site before. What came together? You, the editors, uh, Joyce, you know, uh, uh, what well, decide, we have We have all the things at our fingertips. Let's do it now. What was the catalyst of the yeah. decision for this upgrade? Yeah, well, one of the things was we wanted to uh, freshen it up, and we have had ideas to um, change the site in, in, in ways that would make it better. But, you know, the old platform was um, – probably doesn't mean anything to anybody, but on a cold fusion platform, which is, which can be difficult to program. And is, you know, things, things uh, progress, especially technologically. We wanted to get at the best technology from a programming standpoint for websites, which enables us to be really flexible and nimble. When we want to make upgrades, you're going to see uh, the site continuously improve and change and add on because now it's easier for us to do that. Um, really just wanted to get to a place where we could be more nimble, um, you know, in terms of, ad, again, to add things, yeah, new things yeah. to the site. So that, that was really the main thing, making it a bit easier, not only for the users, but from us on the back end to streamline some of our processes and make the upgrades as quickly as we possibly, anything we can think of now, you know, I think we're going to be able to execute quicker. And so, uh, that right. will make us a better media organization for, you know, for, for our community. Well, Mike, you know me, I'm from, I can't even say the old school. I'm from the Moses school. I still like the, the hard copy of the magazine. But listeners, check this out. I mean, this website, you know, eye-popping image, you got the videos, the fish reports, instructional features. And again, it's so easy to navigate. Even Tom P can do it. It's just a wealth of information, <laughs> Mike. And I just have to tell you. You, Vice President Joyce Caruso, the lovely Joyce. By the way, little non sequitur, how are the lovely Isabel and I and Mike doing? Well, they're doing great. You know, I, they, they I, had to, I had to throw that in, Caruso. Sorry. <laughs> thanks thanks for asking. You know, they're, they're, they just returned to their college down in North Carolina. So, uh, you know, they're wow. starting their semester. So it's uh, it's great. They're, you know, we're uh, we've got high hopes for them. And Isabel's doing her master's. So, wow. yeah, man, wow. all is well at Caruso Residence, Tom. Okay, the final question, Mike, before we let you go, we're closing out the program. When will you get a chance to fish with all this going on? Your still photography, your videos uh, schedules, is it, it's off the planet. You're going to get to maybe Montauk this fall or something? Oh, man, I've been to Montauk several times already. I'm fishing I'm fishing tonight. Uh, I'm oh, fishing nice. tomorrow. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. No, no, no. We. Listen, we got to have our priorities straight here. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of big lifting, but uh, if we don't go fishing, we're going to go crazy. But uh, I hear you, Mike. Well, listen, I hope to see you uh, if the shows ever come back. Mike, we'll see you at the AC Boat Show. We'll see you up there in Long Island sometime. The best to all. Congratulations, Caruso. Listen, there's a fisherman's new upgraded website. Phenomenal. Just absolutely phenomenal. Mike, you take care again, wow. and uh, good luck with everything, and the best of the family. We'll see you soon. And by the way, Caruso... Much- you have a kick-ass editorial staff. I will say that. Well, you know, all the technology in the world uh, is, is no substitute for, for, you know, Jim Hutchinson and the entire writing team that, uh, you know, that's that's part of his stable. You know, that's what makes it great. And, um, you know, we are very fortunate. And, 
you know, again, it's it's all about the content. So thanks, right, everybody. Yeah, I, I really yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Uh, Toby, Fred Gullif, Toby Lipinski, Fred Gullifauer, kudos to all. Mike, you, uh, what did you say? You nailed it. You crucified it. How's that, Cruz? Let me get a little dramatic. Wow. Go back to my Catholic school days. <laughs> well, well, I appreciate the kind words and, uh, you know, certainly appreciate your audience. And uh, hopefully we're reaching a few of ours out there as well. So everybody come check it out. Uh, we welcome you all to give it a test drive and let us know See what it. you think. Okay, Mike, you take care, man. Be safe. See you. Thanks, Tom. Again, even Tom P. can navigate. Okay, listeners, that'll do it for this week on Rack and Fin Radio. Get out and enjoy freshwater fishing. It's hot, so with a little weather's again a little uh, uh, unsettled, but get out and enjoy. As Captain Alex Majusi said in the opening segment, actually the second segment of the show, is if they have the young, so take them out fishing, snapper, blues, blowfish, the spot, everything is going on. As always, God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. All lives matter. I'm throwing that in there. All lives matter. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. 